Sorry, hold on. Let's get, let me get like really specific for a second. So three, you were at like 380 customers about uh, 10 months ago. You're at 358 now. They're still paying about $200 ARPU. So MRR is still about 70,000 bucks. Um, MRR is at 79,000. We were up to 94 and we dropped. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Kate Bradley Chernish. She's the founder and CEO of a company called Lately, which uses AI to automatically transform long-form content like blogs into dozens of smart social posts. Kate, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. Let's do it. (laughs) Content is obviously a hot space and splitting content up for easy consumption is even hotter. How are you guys playing in the space here? Yeah, we are really leaning heavily into the AI. I mean, what we've learned most, Nathan, is that people hate writing. Writing is really at the baseline of all the content we create, even video like this, right? So you still have to promote this with writing eventually. Um, and it seems to be the bane of most people's existence. Lucky me, I was a fiction writing major. <laughs> so I'm good at writing, um, but really... He says with it- a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing too, I think you know this about me, but I used to be a rock and roll DJ. And my last gig was broadcasting to 20 million listeners a day. So what I learned about the neuroscience of music actually plays into the, the, the bedrock of our AI. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can talk on that real quick. So, so when you listen to a new song, Nathan, your brain must instantly access every other song you've heard in this moment. And it's looking for familiar touch points. So it knows where to index that new song in the the memory of your brain, right? And in that moment comes forth memory, nostalgia, emotion, all the things that feed trust and trust is what makes you give me your money, right? Mm-hmm. Now your voice, Nathan, is like a song. It has a frequency. It's a note, right? And when you write text and I read it, I hear your voice in my head. So it's your job as the author to give me familiar touch points and trigger nostalgia, nostalgia, memory, emotion, all these same things, right? So the way Lately's AI works is it first learns from me. I've written thousands of radio scripts and fiction writing major, and it learns from my best practices, which I've listed out for my whole team to replicate. And so the AI gives us what we need, and then we augment it with my writing rules. And then the AI continues to learn from itself, right? The more we publish, the more it learns. And same for all of our customers. So we've con- we've created um, sort of like a multiple economies of scale through the AI alone. So Kate, this sounds sexy as hell. The question is, are customers paying for it? They are paying for it. How Um, many? So we have 358 customers. Okay. That's down a little bit since when we last spoke. So are you guys transitioning? It is down a little bit. Yeah, we're we're transitioning. We're learning. You know, we've we've got punched in the face from COVID a little bit, as everybody did. As everyone did. Importantly, we started looking at, you know, those, you know, the cohorts, cohorts, right? So I've been studying those for years and I wasn't really sure like what to make of what I was learning. Um, but I spent the summer with Mark Robert, Nathan, Google him. Is he an, is he an investor? 
Um, he's not an investor. He's an advisor. Um, he led the first ever accelerator from stage two capital this summer. 700 companies were uh, applying. We didn't apply. They just actually asked us to be a part of it, which is great. And um, it was amazing, by the way. And I want to share this with everybody out there. So we were talking about economies of scale and, and growth and moat. And I was really frustrated. And I said, you know, we're, we've positioned ourselves as a disruptor. And he's like, yeah, why are you doing that? You're not, you're a category creator. And I was like, well, because every investor I've ever said that to for seven years told me I was crazy. And he said, well, that's because they've never seen it before. But why they say you're crazy? I mean, you raised 250 grand in 2014 and another 2.5 million in 2017. So you convinced some people. Well, it's not that I didn't convince them to invest in me, but I didn't convince them that we are a category creator, which is a, it's a rare, rare thing, right? So everyone can take advantage or, or believe in the better mousetrap, but the better, the better mousetrap is what we don't want to be, right? So getting back to your question about why we have less customers. So we understood that our customers needed a social media management platform in order to publish the artificial intelligent content that we were creating, but we've since learned that they don't. They don't need our platform. They can need any platform. And that actually 75% of my headache, uh, as far as resources go, is just dealing with Facebook and LinkedIn and all their bullshit, right? And I didn't understand that Lately could actually function and live without that. So it could be an extension of all the other social media platforms, right? So we extend the value of what they already do by <laughs> a hundredfold. Similarly, we extend the value. Okay, sorry, hold on. Let's get. Let me get yeah. like really specific for a second. So, three. Yeah. You were at like 380 customers about uh, 10 months ago. You're at 358 now. They're yep. still paying about 200 dollars ARPU. So, MRR is still about 70,000 bucks. Um, MRR is at 79,000. We were up to oh. 94, and we dropped. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's not horrible. So, so let me ask you. I mean, you raised 2.5 million. I think at a seven million dollar valuation back in 2017. How are the current investors who have been on the ride for now four years reacting to sort of the not hyperscale growth. Yeah. So actually, actually I've raised 3.3 million now. Um, well, hold on, when was that next round? Because I only had 2.5 in 2017. We did a couple of angel rounds and I can email you the specifics, but so we've done some extensions and okay. then I've got a couple of notes open. Uh, had a couple of notes in the last couple of years. One's open, open now, actually. Okay. Okay. Um, so no, no institutional funding still. But that last 2.5 was at a 7 million priced round, right? Yeah. So currently the current note is at a 10 million cap. Cap. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So you're still stretching upwards. So, okay. So you're yeah. pivoting. You don't want to deal with the Tuesday night updates Facebook makes to their API and it breaks lately every week and you have to always like playing catch up. So you're pivoting away from relying on the whales. What's the next product? Yeah. So the next product actually falls in line with what, we'll, what, what we already know. So when we studied those cohorts, I learned to study the patterns within them. And so I took them apart by, we have multiple ICPs. I know it's weird, but we do. So I took them apart by ICP, um, by payment, um, reason for churn, all the things. And it was screaming at me <laughs> to do, to build a self-service product <laughs> with gamification um, and that only focuses on the AI and nothing else. So it's this weird position, Nathan, where it's like, I'm starting again, but not really because I already have the knowledge of the last seven years. Mm -hmm. Right. And this product answers all the questions that we know we can already answer. You know what I'm saying? How do you Without get yourself financially ready for that pivot? Like, do you have enough cash cushion or you have three or four months where you can sort of test without any revenue growth? 
Oh yeah. I have 18 months um, right now worth of runway. And that's in part, basically my burn is about 48,000. So every 50 K gives me three months. Got it. Your and total burn is 50 K or your net burn is 50 K? My, my total burn is 50 K. Okay. So then you add back your revenue and you're actually profitable every month. Is that right? Um, almost we're paying back loans, as you know, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's one thing we're doing. Um, and we're paying back, you know, my staff, right? So there's been a million times where I've had to ask people not to take a paycheck or. But your total monthly paycheck. expenses then are what? Like 100, 110 grand and your net burn is 40 grand a month. Yep. Right around there. Okay. Got it. So you have plenty of runway, 18 months. So plenty of runway. Yeah. But so, the trick though is not the runway. Like I have the runway to live in cockroach mode, but for this ship to sail, I I need all the pieces to be moving. So I'll be raising again in the spring. I could do it now, but many of you guys listening have built incredible SaaS tools to help other founders, specific industries really get value or make some system easier. The problem is you can't help your clients until they import some portion of their data. And you've considered on your Trello board and your Sprint timelines, spending weeks building a CSV importer for certain data sets. You're smiling right now because you know I'm right. And either you do it and you waste engineering time or you don't do it and your customers have a horrible time getting onboarded. And listen, let's face the facts. Your ability to give value to your customers sometimes is very dependent on their ability to get you their data. Once you have the data, everything is really smooth. Well, this exact problem probably explains why FlatFile is growing so quick. They've raised over $44 million and they do exactly this. The data onboarding platform for your marketing teams, your engineering teams, they enable you to get usable data faster so you can focus on what matters most to your business. And the fastest growing companies like my friend ClickUp, Zeb, multi-billion dollar valuation, they all use FlatFile. Now, FlatFile reached out, they wanted to sponsor. I said, you got a good deal for us? And they do. For anyone listening, any anyone that's part of the top entrepreneurs community or get latka you can get a deal now to get started today at nathanlatka.com forward slash flat file and they make it so easy by the way their onboarding is beautiful you don't have to commit to a bunch of stuff you can actually see a demo live instantly right now check it out nathanlatka.com forward slash flat file how much are you raising on the 10 cap it's a I was raising 250 and I got oversubscribed. So we're now at like 535, six, just under 700. Uh, okay, 650, 750 grand. So you'll close that 650 on a 10 cap and raise more traditional after this new product releases. That's the plan, but everything changes. I'm going to go course. with how I feel. I mean, you know, I'm allergic to venture funding. <laughs> They're allergic to me. Well, how much and equity? I, I mean, I like that, by care. the way, right? You, how much equity do you still own in the business? <laughs> Low, actually, I need to be re-optioned, so I'm around thirty-eight percent. I believe. Why so low? Um, because when you're a female entrepreneur, you just have to beg, borrow, and steal, right? So I've raised um, multiple rounds, but all between two hundred fifty thousand and seven hundred fifty, all angel rounds. And I have a lot of. I mean, my cap table is messy. There's probably sixty-five people in it. Well, okay, sixty-five people on cap table. Got it. Who's yeah. the next largest shareholder? Uh, it's. Bob McCausland, who's on my board. He was a fan of mine you. when I was in radio. Yeah, he's just a really amazing angel from Austin, Texas, by the way. Oh, amazing. Uh, yeah. So what does he own? Like 10, 20, 30? Uh, I don't know. He was in he was in with I believe his full investment was six hundred and fifty thousand out of uh-huh. out of all. 
Okay. Okay. Cool. Very cool. So you have you have allies behind you, which is good, and you also have time. What's your team like today? Fourteen. Yeah. 14 well, people? and I have also I have Joanne Wilson, right? So she's on my board member, and my she led my last round. We also have David Meerman Scott, who just came in. Google mm-hmm. him if you guys don't know him. He wrote a little book called Fanocracy, um, and also is on the advisory board for HubSpot. Yep. Um, the team is great. I trimmed just down. Um, we're we're. 100% focus, product focus, focus now and not sales because we're moving to the self-service model. So buy sales, hello product. Um, so how many team on the product now team? I was, there is seven full-time, six part-time. And by Great. part-time, I mean people I get to work for me for free. Or, so no sales people, no quota carrying reps. Um, I have one salesperson who we pay intermittently because um, we can't pay him often. Mm-hmm. And he's a nice guy, and his wife is Kate Snow from NBC. So, got it. So you have to sort of manage that relationship. Uh, okay, yeah. cool. So seven on the team. You're very really this is what scrappy. it's like. <laughs> you're, right, you're raising capital. This is great. Who's doing the engineering? Are you outsourcing development? No, it's my team. Um, you know, interestingly, um, my my two co-founders, Jason and Brian, make up the majority of my engineering team. Also, Greg is our VP of engineering, and then. Um, we our AI lead came came from one of our investors, so those guys make up make up the team for the most part. But I wasn't paying my co-founders because that's who you cut first, right? Um, and so that was a big challenge for us because I was feeding them, you know, freelance work for years. Well, how, and, how much equity do the two co-founders own together? So they're next to me. When we first started, it was I'm eighty. No, sorry. Steve, 20. I do math backwards. Jason, 15. Brian, 5. And then I'm the rest. So that's the ratios. So they owned 40. You've been diluted by about 50%. So today, they probably together own about 18, 19% of the business. Yeah, right around that. Yeah, really interesting. Um, And they're still active, which is good. So I mean, they have good upside. I mean, they have upside here too, right? They'll take a pay cut to preserve equity value. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all, this is the thing we have to reassess every single day. Are we fucking crazy? That's what we want to know. Are we crazy? Of course. Yes. The answer is yes. We all are. <laughs> we Everyone are. In the, You're all in crazy the good right way. now and you know it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, like when I've got like Hootsuite just te- literally texting me, WhatsApping me, like, let's close this deal with this, some giant company, hurry up and integrate with us. And I'm like, okay, I guess that is, I'm not crazy. And I've got Salesforce pulling me in to be one of five. Why don't you exit a Hootsuite for 5 million bucks? All cash I mean, front. I'm working on that shit, Nathan. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's weird because like you get all these accolades, right? Where Mark Roberts comes out of the, cl- the, the, you know, the brick walls and it's like, holy shit, you're amazing. And you're like, well, yeah, but where's your investment, right? There's yeah. that. You know, so it's this constant like, and I, I love Mark and I, I know where his investment is. So I'm not actually putting him to the, to the grind. Um, but then at the same time, you know, we have, we, we have churn. Like I've, I still have that 98% sales conversion. I still have that shit, right? Yeah. Thank God. That's the AI doing his job, but I have a leaky bucket. I mm. know this, you know? And so every day I'm literally thinking, holy shit, like, <laughs> can, can we do it? And everyone else is watching too. It's part of the entertainment. If the answer is yes, you can do it. We're out of time. Let's wrap up Thanks. with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Oh, Oh, um, pitch anything was a year ago. I said it. Yeah. Like I, 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 I'm going to say shit. That is not a book. (laughs) We'll skip that one. Number number two. The book is, uh, it was this, it was, um, I can't think of the name of it right now. Oh, uh, 
Um, I'm not going to say any of those books. I'm going to say One Train Later by Andy Summers, his autobiography. And the reason I love that book is it's a great, it's just like, it's like my story. It's an underdog story. And he had to wait till he was quite old in the music industry for his team to come up. Right. And there was constant, constant chaos and, and whatever divorce, you name it. And they made it. Number two, CEO you're following or studying. It's always me. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business? Lately. Number four, what's your favorite? Or sorry, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> I don't sleep between two and three hours. So I wake up at some point and I don't know what happens there. I do. How many hours? Do you, what do you get though on average each night? I try to make it actually eight or nine, but like that's, you can see if I'm waking up at two, I'm having to catch up for those four hours. So I sleep late. All right. And, no meetings uh, before 11. Kill me now. Yeah. Situation, married, single kiddos? Married. Married. Any kids? It's on the list of things to do, but on the list, but no rush. I mean, lately's first. Yeah. I mean, I'm pushing it, Nathan. I'm 47. So, all right. Fair, fair, fair. And what do you wish your 20 year old self knew? That eye cream is really worth the investment. That what? Oh, eye cream. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. Kate from trylately.com. She still owns 40% of the business. They're scaling nicely. They have a little flat patch here during COVID, but they're now pivoting. They're serving 358 customers. They do about a million dollars a year in revenue in terms of run rate, raising 650 grand now at a 10 million cap. That's closing. Team of seven, very scrappy. 18 months of runway is booked to pivot and then do a more traditional round in 2022. Kate, we are rooting for you. Thanks for taking us to the top. Love you.